Who Culture, and we're going to be discussing the trailer we saw for the 60th anniversary that we had, came up this weekend. Uh, uh, ex- hang on, uh, excuse me, Ellie, what are, what are you doing here? This is this is the Who's There podcast. This isn't what this isn't Who Culture or What Culture. This is nothing. Hijacked. We've been hijacked. What are yeah. you doing Ooh. here? Sorry, I did it again, <laughs> didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> 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 this is what you do, you just claim ownership wherever you go. It's a bit, it's a bit rude. <laughs> the fandom is mine. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Who's There, a Doctor Who podcast, the show where three YouTubers this time get together and talk about the greatest show in all the time and space, Doctor Who. I'm your host, Troy, also known as Red Archer Live. With me, as always, is the annoyingly Australian Crispy Pro. Say hi to the audience. Hi, audience. <laughs> that wasn't stilted at all. But joining us is a very special guest for our 60th episode to talk about the 60th anniversary. Someone who isn't 60, so the joke doesn't really work. But either way, it's Ellie Little Child of Who Culture fame. Welcome, Ellie. How are you doing? I'm very good. I'm very good. <laughs> Trying to think of a pun on the spot is more challenging than it sounds, guys. Um, So age was where I went. I don't know why that was where I went, but it was. Uh, How have you been? How are you doing? I'm good. I feel like I've just about recovered. From what? Was doing the chicken intro or what? (laughs) Well, yeah, from the chicken (laughs) intro, from just a weekend of just madness and chaos, you know? You've got trailers, you've got work to do. Yeah, this is is the most taxing work that we do all week. It's it's very... (laughs) It's very challenging. Yeah, it's been it's been a weekend. It's been a weekend. Paul Crispy got up at what half five in the morning to react to the trailer. Correct. That, yeah. yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Like, I love I love when Doctor Who drops stuff like that. But seeing all of these like Twitter posts being like, oh, you know, it was like a year ago that we had David and Catherine. A year ago since Yasmin Finney. It was a year ago since Troy was ringing me up at four a.m. in the morning, <laughs> saying, "Oh, Doctor Who has tweeted some emojis." I'm like, "Thanks, Troy. Really appreciate it." It's just in a fairness, scarring you thing. You told me to ring you. I know, I know. Saying. But it, like, it, I, like after the after the third time, I was like, "I need to get some sleep." I think. I think. Um, yeah, but no, yeah. We, we we have this suggestion now, Ali, where wherever we think something's going to happen, he's like, oh, do ring me when it happens, then I'll make a decision as to whether I get up or not. So I <laughs> I, I kind of figured out when the trail was going to come out, when Doctor were going three hours to go, two hours to go, so I called him, and he didn't pick up. I was like, okay, he's probably sleeping, I'll wait a little bit longer. And then I called him again, and he didn't pick up. And then I called him <laughs> once more, and he still didn't pick up. I was like, right, I'm just letting him sleep. No. I was like, he's clearly going to sleep through this, and he'll make a video when he wakes up in about four or five hours. As soon as I finish live streaming on the podcast... I suddenly see new Crispy Pro video trailer reaction. I was like, you could have got up half an hour earlier and been there with me. I missed, I missed all of your calls. All of your I'm calls. I'm very upset. But anyway. Very upset. Alas. I mean, I thought it was bad enough working in the night. I thought it was bad enough, you know, waiting for the trailer, making the notes, recording the video, getting that to, yeah. to Danny, our editor. And, you know, it was late at night for us, but I didn't really think about it being early in the morning as well. Time differences confuse me. I was really me. impressed... <laughs> Like I, I was really impressed with the turnover you guys had because I like I yeah. know I know Danny because spoiler alert for everyone I am a part of Who Culture I'm a little freelancer for them it's good fun um, so Ellie and I are technically colleagues which is crazy 
Um, but yeah, so but the fact that you guys were able to get something out as fast as you did, and because Who Culture really, really put a lot of effort into their videos, and to make it to the same standard that quickly, I mean, props, props to you guys. Well done. Props to Danny. Well done. Uh, honestly, I mean, once props my bit's Danny. done, it's out of my hands. <laughs> we wrote some notes. All I did was press record on the camera and blab for half an hour, and then he had to deal well, with that perfect. mess. <laughs> and that's what we're gonna do today. That's what we're gonna do today. All right. Yeah, and I'm barely gonna edit it. You know. That's no. That's just how it works. That's how it works. It's a well-oiled machine. But no, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. See, the thing is, I got one for, for Payday 3. They did a little trailer on last Monday morning, and I saw it at half six and went, I'm going back to bed. There wasn't enough there for me to talk about, so I just did a video when I woke up later. I didn't oh, have well, the commitment you did, Crispy. Well, well you know, you know sometimes you got to do what you got to do. you got to do exactly. what you got to do. Exactly. Um, but for those of you who might not know of our guest, Ellie, uh, first of all, what are you doing? And second of all, Ellie, could you tell people who, who you are, what you're doing? What's your story? Pretty What's my please? story? <laughs> yeah. Not my whole life story from birth got? to right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right now. Yeah, exactly. No, so um, I am Ellie, little child, um, and I am uh, one of the main presenters over at Who Culture on YouTube, um, which is a kind of breakaway channel of What Culture, which is the main, the main company, the main channel. Um, we've got lots of different channels. We've got Trek Culture. I just urge people to go towards that one as well. Just, you know, I've done my job. <laughs> um, we've got a horror channel. I think there's there's Star Wars. There's gaming. There's all different channels. I don't work across all of them, but pri- primarily Doctor Who there's, is there's, there's Star where my Wars. heart is. Are you, are, you taking, oh, no. are you taking applications for Star Wars by any chance? Or uh... That is a good he's question. Got, <laughs> he's got a million lightsabers. He's got a million lightsabers, and he'll take any chance to talk about Star Wars. I've it's never ridiculous. really... Yeah. I've yeah. never really been drawn in by Star Wars. I'm oh, sorry, is that just like, have I been disowned? <laughs> <laughs> by Troy, the, 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 yeah, the podcast is about to take a turn, unfortunately not. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. So anyway, um, we've got polls from this week. Um, we're going we're gonna to look at this week's poll because uh, we asked our audience, going to swiftly move on, I'm, I'm, my, blood, my blood is boiling, but it's fine. Um, no. <laughs> so this week's weekly poll was... Do you think Russell T. Davies will only be showrunner for Shooty Gatwa's tenure, or will he stay on for another Doctor after that? So it was two Ooh. options. He'll go when Shooty does, or he'll do the 16th Doctor, another Doctor after mm. Shooty. Ellie, let's let's ask you. You're our guest. What do you think Russell will do? And also, what do you think the poll has said? Let's get two answers here. Okay. I think that it depends on how long Shooty is the Doctor for. Mm. I think if he... If he's doing it for a really long time, you know, like a three years or more, then maybe, maybe Russell will kind of leave as he does. Maybe he'll kind of come in and work his magic, and then go. My work here is done, and go. But if Shooty's not around for that long, I feel like Shooty is an up-and-coming actor. So how long is it going to be until he gets offered something else that he goes actually? I'm off. <laughs> I've done my part here, and I'm yeah, going to go. Exactly. I'm going to Hollywood. Um, Barbie. See, movie I think too. it really depends. <laughs> I think it really. <laughs> Barbie. Do you know what? I actually quite. I'm quite intrigued by that film. So am I. I literally said to Crispy out of out of that and Ho- Oppenheimer, like whichever the one I want to watch first is Barbie. Barbie I'm more yeah. intrigued by that at this point. <laughs> I'm like, I'll watch Barbie first. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think yeah, it it really depends on how long Shooty is sticking around for. Um, but I also know the, how much Russell loves Doctor Who. So now that he's got his hands around it again, will he want to let go again? 
Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe mm. not. That is the ultimate well, uh, question. Crispy, you, what have you got any opinions before we take it to the poll? What do you think? I think, yes, he will. I can't see Shooty staying for more than three. I honestly think Shooty will be the first one in a long time to only have two series. But I, That's what my, I'm thinking as well. I think yeah. he may end up doing two series. I do generally we'll think see. that's possible. We will see. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. What, is, what, is, what does the audience well. think, Troy? Well, uh, starting off with... Well, actually, Spotify and YouTube have almost got exact percentages. Spotify's 25 votes and YouTube 398 votes. And uh, for Spotify, 72% say it'll do the 16th Doctor. And YouTube, 73% say the same thing. So about three quarters of the audience think he will continue on past Shooty. Mm, he won't leave when Shooty does. Which I, I... I mean, if you ask yourself this, if Chris Frackleson stayed on for three or four series, would Russell have gone when Chris did in that case? Did he stay on because Christopher wasn't there for very long? What was his original plan? Do we That's know? That's huge. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to text him. Yeah. Ellie, what do you think? Yeah. Ellie's yeah. got him on speed, Dal. Go on, give him a ring. Give <laughs> a ring. Oh, yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> definitely do not. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very interesting. Would he have stuck around with Christopher Eccleston? I don't know, judging by the stories we've heard, I think if Christopher had, Eccleston had stayed, then maybe Russell would have gone. Who knows? Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> true. Very valid point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you crikey, make a good point. Crikey. Yikes. 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 That's a big yikes, man. Um, well, there you go. There you go. Well, we've got we've got uh, a pretty big thing to talk about. We've got a couple of big things to talk about uh, this week. We haven't got any news, I don't believe, have we, Crispy? It's been a quite apart, a week, besides from, from your, obviously the trailer. But... Your person. Yeah, we've got the trailer, but we'll be chatting about that in a second. But apart from yeah. your um, news, Troy, we don't have any official Doctor Who news this week, which is a relief. <laughs> You're making it sound very highbrow. It was only a convention, my friend. It was only a convention. Yeah, and you it wasn't like someone that's going to be coming back in the new unit spin-off. Well, this is the, well, it's or or something even cooler. It seems like, but we'll see. Um, let me see if I have got the picture working. Okay, so I've got a, I've got a, I've got a picture working here. That's that's me and my mum with Jared Padalecki of Supernatural fame. I didn't want to put the Freema picture up immediately because I didn't want to spoil it. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, at uh, Wales Comic Con on Saturday, Freema Agumon, our, our lovely Martha Jones is in attendance. So got to meet her, have a bit of a chat. So I wanted to just kind of share that and also say she hasn't aged a day. Whatever her skincare routine is, I want in on it <laughs> because she is clearly going to the same Fountain of Youth class that Paul Rudd's going to. I want notes. I want everything. Um, but she is. She was so lovely. I wore that jacket because it's, it's meant to be a Star Lord jacket, but I figured it kind of looked a little bit Martha-esque. I was it like, does, she has that, the red that's what jacket. I thought when you wore yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, she's got a red leather jacket. That might work. As soon as I walked up to her, she went, I love the jacket. Is that meant to be... And then she went to say Star-Lord and then kind of went... Mar- I was like, it's both. Like, it's a Star-Lord jacket. But honestly, to Martha, she went, no one's ever done that before. I really like that. <laughs> I was like, no cool. one's posed next to you in a red leather jacket before. I was kind of surprised surely, by that. But, surely mm, someone but she has. Loved it. She loved it. She loved no, it. No, that's good. So, I'm glad you had a good yeah, time. Yeah, she, she was brilliant. It was, ni- it was a nice Comic-Con because I spent more of the time like just chatting to people from like the Hugh community. Like, I met... You know, Megan Luke out of DW 2012 doing the fan film stuff. Nice. Met Tharys. So we, I've kind of the I've been doing some networking. We're doing some networking. Wow. Um, but, I, but I did get an autograph. I got two autographs from Freema. So I'll just show those off. I've got this here. Um, I'm trying to keep this speed line because I, I don't want Ellie to be sat here just outside looking in <laughs> on the convention stuff. I want us to get talking <laughs> about right. the trailer. I want to hear the stories. Um, I found this, which is a Martha Jones for the audio listeners, a Martha Jones series three action figure i think i actually have this action figure buried somewhere but isn't in the box someone at the at one of the stores was just selling this for 15 pounds oh, was nice. not expecting it to be that cheap because it's 
I mean, what, 15 years old now? And the guy made a point, like, I'm not I'm not upselling it because she's here. I don't want anyone buying off me and upselling it. I was like, cool, I'll have it then. Um, so I got her to sign it, and I got her to write one of her very appropriate quotes, boys and their toys, because I nice. thought that... That made sense. That was quite a very clever funny. little uh, <laughs> play. I have to give my mum credit because it was her idea. If I try and claim it was mine, she'll probably just uh, be very upset. Um, <laughs> but it was a great idea. And then I got the picture signed as well. Now, the funny thing with getting the picture signed, because I always get pictures signed. My, my main thing, Ellie, is whenever there's a guest who's got a pop, I'll get them to sign the, the, like, the Funko Pop. If yeah. they don't have one, I get them to sign the photo I get with them. So the figure was an extra thing. Um, and I was thinking, I was like, what am I going to get her to write on the photo? I normally get a quote. And I was like... What am I going to wear? I was thinking, like, we're on the bloody moon would be a great one, but I was like, does that fit a photo shoot, really? Like, when I got one with Sophie Aldred, I got her to put, that's a good look on you, Professor. Like, it was appropriate to the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't think. So I just said to her, I went, you know what? You write what you want to write on there. You put it to Troy, write something on, I'm happy, whatever you put. She put we're on the bloody moon. So it was going to be. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, literally, I didn't even look at it until we walked away from the desk and then went, hang on a minute. She wrote what I was going to say anyway. So oh, she was genuinely one of the loveliest people she was so sweet and like down to earth and the queue for her was insane yeah it's just like um eve miles like you might not have expected eve miles to have like a flurry of people but she had a massive amount of people at the last con freema had a ton of people this time i think it's because she's not done a convention in like five or six years or something so there were a lot of people who turned up. i mean that she was the only reason i went my mum went for jared i wasn't bothered as bothered by that i like supernatural but that's not as much as she does. I went to um, London Film and Comic Con last year, um, and it was that the Ooh. one that. Um, what's the guy that's in um, Stranger Things? What's his name? Oh, Joe Quinn. Joe yeah. Quinn. Yeah. So it was that one where like everything just turned into chaos. <laughs> that one. <laughs> that one that yeah. just went everywhere on Twitter, and it was massively busy. Um, I did see a lot of people crowding around for him. I just went to just wander around, to be honest. I didn't take any photos with anyone. or I went to well, Alex Kingston's talk, but I didn't um, do any photos or autographs. It's probably the better way to do it. I feel like yeah. all the chaos that we get from <laughs> conventions. Like, it's nice now because like, the, like, now because I've met like, a lot of the Doctors and the Companions, like, I can kind of just go for the odd person and be like, right, it's much less pressurising now. The first one yeah. I went to meeting Jodie was just... It was a, a nightmare. It was a nightmare. It was a great day, but like logistically... Horrific. I'm always in two so. minds about when you when you meet them at, at conventions as well because I'm always like, yeah, you've met them, but it was for like two seconds, and yeah. they, they were being paid to be there. I don't want to break anyone's hearts, but like, like yeah. I have met Alex <laughs> Kingston twice before, um, but it was after a play, and I felt like that was more of like she chose to come out there and say hello. She didn't have to, and we we chatted for quite a bit a more while. meaningful. And it felt yeah, mm. like no, like she thing, was more yeah. likely to remember me than than if I'd just been in a queue and someone pushed me towards her at a convention and then went, okay, you're good, you can go now, and it's like, okay, bye bye. <laughs> Yeah, it's absolutely well, yeah, true. That's yeah, true. that's true. I think a case but could be made just, like against cons and stuff. But. I'm just waiting for the next David Tennant convention because I'm Basin hoping Stoke he'll Comic remember Con. me for more than being at a Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. he'll, he'll He's go. He's at Basingstoke Comic Con in like two weeks' I'm time, not, I think I'm, it is. I'm, that's like that's four my or five hours away on train. That's I didn't my consider town. It. I considered it. Oh. <laughs> oh, but he's there and Jeffrey D. Morgan's there as well, so I was like, I that would be really cool. Do you know what? I tell you, though, everyone that lives in Basingstoke has literally been looking at this going, is this real? Why are they doing a Comic-Con in Basingstoke? <laughs> <laughs> They're literally know, holding yeah, the Comic-Con where I had my school prom. <laughs> Oh wow! Oh surreal! Wow, surreal! I'm not, I'm not going, but <laughs> there you go. I was about to, yeah, I was about to ask, are you going to go? Oh, that's well, I, I originally was going to go, and then um, 
I had spoken to them about um, creator passes and stuff and I hadn't heard anything and I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Um, so then I was booked to go to LA and then they got back to me and went, yeah, sure, when do you want to come? And I was like, oh, sorry, I can't uh, come now. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Wow. But yeah, creator passes are they the way They had their chance. Yeah, <laughs> they did. They missed it. You're, you're, too, you're booked and busy. That's how it goes. See I'm you later. Busy. I'm going to LA. <laughs> See ya. Well, See ya, bye. Well. Um, <laughs> the only other thing to add on, so I did this Telford trip today, uh, this this time around in one day. Normally we stay overnight and like kind of either go on the Sunday or come back on the Sunday. But because we didn't want to, we didn't want to spend money in a hotel unnecessarily. We were only going for a couple of people. But also I was thinking, got to get home to make sure I'm here for this trailer so I can do a live stream for it and everything. <laughs> we left pretty much as soon as we'd met all the people and like I'd said hi to a couple of people who were like at the con. So we left before, or just around the same time Freeman was doing her talk. I was like, I want to go, but I don't think we've got enough time. But apparently, during that talk, she mm. was asked, are you in the 60th? And she said, quote, I, I don't know how to answer that, unquote, and then laughed. So <laughs> do we think she's in the 60th? Like, that seems like a very sus reply, where she didn't just go, maybe, maybe not, in a Karen Gillan fashion. She was kind of mm. like... <laughs> you're gonna ask me that um can we move on please so How can you not think someone's gonna ask you that <laughs> don't know. maybe someone's she's so out of the convention you. space that she forgot yeah, yeah. it's like i filmed it last year i mean what oh, I mean, what? oh, um, oh. Um, my bad i feel like they're given a list of things at the beginning of a con that they're like right you're not allowed to talk about this and you can't say that and you don't mention this and then they're like well what do i it's talk like about Tate. i just i'll always remember that Catherine tate meeting her literally like about two weeks before it was announced she was coming back I remember saying to her I was like remember you were in Liverpool filming something I think it was for like the Nan movie and everyone thought you were filming Doctor Who she's like oh no no that's not I'm not filming for Doctor Who and I was like yeah I know but everyone was saying it she's like no no two weeks later David Tennant and Catherine Tate return to Doctor Who I was like you have one hell of a poker face I've got to yeah. tell you I don't know she how they do it, it very well. <laughs> yeah I I don't ridiculous. know. It's like when someone says to me, do you enjoy recording with Crispy? And I'm like, yeah, I enjoy it. Um, can we talk about something else, please? Um, sorry, I've got to stop. I've got to stop the, the deprecating jokes. Will she? Well, I mean, I feel like the way she answered it kind of is like, well, I'm maybe not in the 60th, but that I might be back. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm in we that know unit there's a unit that we're pretending we don't yeah. know about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think there is a high likelihood and, you know, Russell is seemingly getting the whole band back together and knows that Martha is still alive and still out there and doing mm. well. So I can definitely see her coming back, but in the 60th, I don't know. I don't know if that's the right time mm-hmm. for her, but I mean, it, it might just be a cameo. I think I would prefer Martha to be brought back than Rose. I think Rose yeah. has had her time. You know, you brought yeah, Rose back actually. so many Twice. times that it actually. I think if you brought Rose back again, I'd just be like, "Oh, well, that was predictable." Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's Billy Piper. She's back there again. To see what Martha's up to now. Yeah, I mean, she'll, she'll be divorced from Mickey probably. Anyway, so um, <laughs> moving on from that. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. That's a nice, nice little, nice little, uh, little fourth wall break there. It's about as far as we go with this stuff. Don't worry, Ellie. We're not, we're not touching anything beyond that. Um, but yeah, so that was a nice little convention because there wasn't that much going on. It was quite cool. Um, said hi to Paul McGann again and gave him a hug. That was nice. Um, I also asked him nice. about the fact that he was in a, he was in a game. I think did I send you that picture, Crispy? Yeah. Of him in the most recent. You know, have you seen the game he's in, Ali? That Mirror and the Dragon Princess that came out about two weeks ago. Not sure if you've seen it. No. No, it's like a live action. Like they film everything. It's like a choice based yeah, game. But it's all it. filmed like live action. 
Um, and he plays like the villain in the game. And there's about seven different endings, but in one of them, I don't know if we mentioned this on the podcast, but one of the endings, he literally chokes on a Skittle and dies. <laughs> oh, I mean, Skittles, they're dangerous things. <laughs> yeah, no, they are you very need dangerous. to see the clip. Basically, someone chokes into the air, they bounce it off their wrist, and it just suddenly lands in his throat and he chokes. It's. It's the weirdest Bombastic. thing. It's, hmm. So I asked him about that. I went, I went, what was it like filming that? He went, do you know what? It was so much fun doing that. I went, is this going to look any... They were like, trust me, we'll cut it together at Lockgarden. He was like, oh, okay, okay. But it was, it was fun hearing him talk about that and how much... <laughs> yeah, trust the process. Trust the process. Um, but yeah, so that's the, the gist of Telford. Not as much to say this time. Um, oh, don't perfect. worry, Chris. I'll still put it in the playlist for Comic-Con stories. I'll still do it. It still counts. Thank you very much. It still counts. Appreciate yeah, you know, that. We've got to have our organisation. So... Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the big topic. It's time for the big one. Because while there's not much in the way of news, on Saturday there was a particular trailer that came out that gave us a bit of information, a little bit of info. Crispy, do you want to tell everyone what we found out? Maybe with a dramatic soundboard effect, since I feel like you haven't had much use of it yet. Oh, a dramatic soundboard effect you want? Oh, I can do now. that. We're sweating. Oh, no. <laughs> <gasps> If it loads, I've pressed it. I've hang on, hang on. It's not loaded. It's not. Hang on. Three, two, one. Oh dear. There we go. What was that? There we go. <laughs> that was that was new. Dramatic. That was a new sound dramatic. effect. I liked that. I oh, the crispy. Go on. What have we found out? <laughs> we have officially found out the titles of the 60th anniversary specials after long last. To no one's surprise, the first special will be called the Star Beast. The second special mm. will be called Wild Blue Yonder or Blue Wild Yonder. I always get Wild that mixed blue. up. Wild Blue, yeah. Thank you, everyone. I've got some good fact checkers in the room. And the third <laughs> one, David Tennant's final story as the Doctor will be called The Giggle. Ooh. <laughs> that Ooh. was an intentional lag, and I just realised why I did that. Um, <laughs> which I still find so funny that if like. <laughs> If if we talk about like the ending episodes for Doctors, especially in the modern run, you've got the parting of the ways, the end of time, the time of the Doctor, twice upon a time, a lot of times, the power of the Doctor, the giggle. Like it's just <laughs> one of these things just doesn't belong. Like it's like it is, it is a weird one. It's a weird one. Um, what do you think of the names then? What do you think of the names of the episodes? I think they're very interesting. I mean, do you know what? It's funny you ask that because me and Sean had a long conversation about this yesterday uh, for Who Culture, so oh. that'll be going up soon. <laughs> um, and we kind Whoa. of looked at him and subscribe. I feel like... Subscribe! <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't worry, you can chill. You're okay. <laughs> um, the Star Beast, we'd kind of already maybe deduced that a little bit. We discussed that um, mm. based on Beat the Meep and, and the Rarth. The Rarth. I can do that on this one as well. The Rarth. The Rarth. Don't you dare do that. That's terrific. That's their ongoing bit at Who Culture, just the Rarth. We can't say it without doing the I know, but I don't want to be reminded of it here. So that one was kind of a bit self-explanatory. I think the one that we both felt the most kind of intrigued by was the Wild Blue Yonder. It's the one that seems the most mysterious, the one you kind of can't really grasp much from. You can't really... I mean, the giggle kind of, I guess you can make some good guesses about where that's going. But Wild Blue Yonder yeah. just, I like it. It feels kind of like a fairy tale or something. I, I don't, I, I've seen a lot of theories online. A lot of people in my comments are saying that there is a, 
like an American patriotic song that mentions Wild Blue Yonder or something. So I don't know if that has anything is that to an do American with it. I, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of a lot of people in my comments were mentioning that. But yeah, it seems that episode two is by far the most secretive, and that seems to be on purpose. And I, I'd put money on it now, but I think Shooty will be in that episode. Yes, I don't this know. is what we said yesterday. Thoughts? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, cool. This is, cool, this cool, is our cool. discussion yesterday. Think? Um, we we kind of. I think we found out that in that whole trailer there was maybe two clips that were from that episode and they were both the ones with redacted over them. Um, yeah. So there's literally nothing. Mm. And Russell T. Davis has kind of stated that the episode two is the one that he kind of wants zero footage to be released. So he'll release things for one and three, but episode two is the one he wants to keep a mystery. That's so intriguing. That's so intriguing. I, I wait, what are they hiding? Because it looks like, I don't know where they are, a lot of people are like, oh, that's Beep the Meep ship. But I think all the Beep the Meep stuff will be finished in episode one. That'll, they'll like do a little recreation yeah. of the Star Beast comic. I think and then originally, episode two comes around, we don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think originally people assumed that it was three a three-part story. But yeah. now I kind yeah. of maybe more going down the line of it being three separate stories that have a through line. Yeah. I, uh, that's a really good, really good guess. It's a mini Absolutely. series. It's a, it's a mini series. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My goodness, it's, so it's gonna be a crazy time. Well, I've seen people <laughs> yeah, saying that Donna and, and ten and ten and fourteen lying on the floor, like going like, "Oh, what's that?" Like they think someone's regenerating in front of them, which I think it could be a bit of a reach. Am I thinking it's a bit mm. of? Am I wrong in thinking that? I don't know. I I, I don't know because I saw a lot of people theorize that, and I only just realized the other day those little like glitch teasers they revealed beforehand they're for one episode each i thought i thought that yeah, driving in the car i was either. like oh they're they're all separate episodes so the second one there was you know david Tennant looking like there was something going on a lot of people predicted a regeneration but like who who would be regenerate like is neil patrick harris the valiard i don't know there's all these wild theories no. going around well, the other, i just the think other thing we, episode we two there's going to be like cameos and nonsense yeah, well, this is the other thing we talked about is, I mean, yeah. we're not entirely sure if this is going to carry over or not, but we've made kind of speculations that Shooty is kind of in on that kind of, in that plane with all the previous Doctors that we saw in The Power of the Doctor, kind of oh, trapped. Yes. And so we were thinking mm. about, is that the episode where you have all of these kind of Doctors trying to fight their way through, or that Doctor trying to fight his way through? We kind of had the suggestion that Shooty is trying to emerge and is somehow being suppressed by by 14 and it's kind of like a battle of the two the two consciousnesses trying to kind of fight their way through to to be the doctor this is why we get the big bucks <laughs> yeah no that is the wow that that's a that's a really really impressive theory damn okay Troy mm. we need to lift up our game <laughs> As to our no, theories. we don't. I'm just annoyed now that you've basically spoiled the plot of the 60th. Um, Although, yeah. <laughs> now that I've just said that out loud, all I've got in my head is that episode of the Sarah Jane Adventures where Eleven and Clyde like keep switching places and like. Oh yeah, <laughs> go oh, between. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Clyde. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Is taken. <laughs> no, well, we we never know because uh, one thing I'm intrigued about because we do know that Russell had very early access to the power of the Doctor because they filmed that so far in advance and then once he got announced as showrunner, he was allowed access to it. And I, I honestly don't know if Russell would carry over elements from like the like in our timeline, the previous 
story like that. But I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. It could be very, very possible because Russell yeah. like does love his little Easter eggs and love like continuing stuff. So I just don't know how many elements he's going to carry over. And we do know that Unit are in this special, and they just blew up in the power of the Doctor. So it's like, what, what's going on? He's gonna have to write something clever. Yeah, and although mm. I, I feel like I've, I read somewhere as well, I think we've spoken about this before that Chris Chibnall had brought back those classic doctors because he didn't want to mess with what Russell was doing with the 60th which kind of suggests that maybe we're not going to have basically no one knows (laughs) but the kind of suggestion that he went down that route so that he didn't interfere with anything that that Russell T Davis had planned with Matt Smith coming back, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Matt Smith, yeah. 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 <laughs> he's he's going he's gonna to come back in and he's going to appear in the TARDIS. He's going to do the Morbius have sex dance. That's what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, okay? exactly. yeah, he's he's going to suddenly gonna appear and go, hey, and it's going to be brilliant. Okay? I'm going to church. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's, oh, oh, God, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no. Um, well, I, I don't it's know, Ellie, Ellie, what do you think like, at the possibility of Matt Smith coming back? Or like any of the new Who doctors, Chris and Peter, what do you think about that? I think... We've done this, we've also discussed this quite a lot, and I feel like out of all of them, Matt Smith feels like the most likely mm. because Christopher Eccleston has made it quite clear how he feels about multi doctor stories, how he feels about Doctor Who in general, and also how he feels about Russell T. Davis. And so I think as soon as Russell T. Davis was announced as the showrunner again, it kind of maybe pushed that possibility aside. Um, obviously, we've already got David Tennant, and then Matt Smith obviously seems the most likely. Peter Capaldi has also kind of stated that he's not necessarily that interested in coming back and obviously Jodie Whittaker's just left so then you're kind of only left with Matt Smith but the only issue with that being that he is a very very big character in House of the Dragon so yeah if he is in it he probably won't be in it very much well they haven't have they started filming season two yet they've only just started filming it so like if like there was an opportune time last year when House of Dragon season one had wrapped for him to be in it so I'm That's not true. sure if that would create a problem for the 60th. Anything pot, pot future, yeah, he's going to be he's going to be too big time, too busy telling people they can keep their tongues. Um, but beyond that, I don't. Have, have either of you seen House of the Dragon, or is that reference going to yeah. fall on deaf ears? No. no, I have. I auditioned for it. Did what? you? Let's let's talk yeah. about that. Let's go with no, that. I don't for know a if I'm supposed to talk about that, but I did. <laughs> oh, we can cut it if you need. No, I think. <laughs> no, I think. Um, I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it. No one told me I couldn't, but. I didn't get it. <laughs> exclusive scoop. Exclusive scoop. <laughs> exclusive scoop. Yeah, Ellie is in. It's not the scoop you're expecting two, today, but it's one you got regardless. Wow. Wait, well, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. My goodness. It is. That would have been yeah. a game changer. <laughs> yeah, the Allison that we never got. What, yeah. When I ask for your story, do you do a bit of acting on the side as well, not just who culture? Oh, fame? yeah. <laughs> didn't talk about that, did I? <laughs> that's well, what I, I mean, it's, just, it's, a, it's a new development. No, that's that's what oh, I trained. Wow. I, my my degree is in drama and acting. Um, I've always been. That's what I was trying to pursue. Um, but I was just working in a pub, and that's not really anything to do with acting. And so when this job came along, it was like, well, it's not acting, but it's definitely in the right direction. It's opening doors for me. I've made lots of connections that I never would have made otherwise, especially within the Star Trek franchise. Mm. So, but now that I'm kind of doing this job, I'm a little bit less kind of desperate to kind of go and do all of these acting things because i'm in a job that is equally as fulfilling so but that's yeah, amazing I, I have that's an agent. really really cool 
Yeah. Wow. That's my wow. life. I'm, I'm baffled by that. No, that's perfect. Thank you. That, that was oh, amazing. Wait, that, perfect really, for you. Blimey. Yeah. Blimey. I want to take notes. I want to take notes. It's brilliant. Um, but yeah, so Matt Smith in the 60th, I think, is going to happen. Yeah. Well, that's, that's I, I think out of all of them, but most likely. The, the only the only slight issue with that is, is that going to feel a bit too 50th-esque if the only two... Doctor actors that share the screen. I know, obviously, we've got Shooty, but that's going to be more of a narrative-based thing, as we've said for, um, like, as Ellie said, like in terms of a nostalgia callback thing. It's just David and Matt again. Is that going to feel a bit recycled if there's no one else showing up? This is know. something that Sean and I have discussed as well. It kind of feels like anniversary specials have become. It's become expected that they're going to be a multi-doctor story, and so then you have mm. this kind of horrible. Not it's not balanced at all, but it's kind of like pe- some people expect it and will be disappointed if it doesn't happen. And at the same time, it's so predictable that you kind of like if it does happen, you're like, could you not have thought of something new to do? You can't win either way. Like with anything. <laughs> but yeah. either way, it is a very it has become a predictable thing for an anniversary special. So then it's like, well, do you go against against the norm and try something new and not do that? Or do you do what people are expecting because it's an anniversary? But but also, multi-doctor stories aren't as unique anymore. We've seen more multi-doctor stories that aren't anniversary specials in, in previous years. You know, Power of the Doctor, Twice Upon a Time. That's true. That's true. That's very, very true. I I have a theory as to how they could incorporate them. Perhaps if there were to be... like a, it will do, They'll do a multi-doctor story without a multi-doctor story. I think... I think it's special too will be if there are any cameos from the doctors, probably just Matt Smith or something, it'll be in that one and they're like, Why why is that happening? And there's this massive theory that Neil Patrick Harris, who the toy supposedly the toy maker, we don't know for certain. Well according yet, to Sean, that is exactly who he is. <laughs> we all yes, we, we all we, we have Sean, Sean. Sean knows everything clearly. Sean. She should have brought him on as well as to give yeah, us no, all we'll, the I mean, stories. Honestly, well. we'll we'll get all of the Who Culture people on here. Yeah. Um the but, whole the whole squad. The whole the squad. The whole damn squad. <laughs> um but I think uh if Neil Patrick Harris had some part in maybe David Tennant's uh face coming back, because we know that that's that's probably a plot thread that will be uh, you know, challenged in those stories because it's never really been done before in who, you know, a lead actor coming back into the role. And I hope they explore as to why that happened. And I think it will have something to do with Neil Patrick Harris. He might be like, oh, I, I chose this face because it's one I love the most, but I could change it instant like that. And then all of a sudden, like Matt Smith pops up for a second uh-huh. and he's like, whoa, whoa, how'd you do that? And then he goes away. Like maybe that's, that's the only, that's a little theory as to how it could be a multi-doctor story without them actually coming I want to see Matt Smith in that, in that outfit. I know, well, I honestly then think again, that could happen. If he does that, that would mean that it probably changed back to Eleven's outfit because when... 13 became 14, the costume changed, so yeah, if you true, changed anyone true, again, true, surely true. the costume would change yeah. in tandem. And I, I feel like I as well, that, is, that is something they could do with all of the Doctors, because if you think about um, Let's Kill Hitler, um, when the Doctor has the, mm-hmm. the I don't know what it's called, the voice interface, is that what it's called? Hologram? And you, it, the hologram, yeah, yeah and it, takes, it, it eventually takes the form of young Amelia Pond, but you had Rose and Martha and Donna, and they were just promo yeah. images so you could do that without the <laughs> without yeah. the actors being there so you True. know you can have matt smith if you want but you could also have all those other ones that said no yeah i mean yeah they just very do, well could just do what no way home did with with lizard and sandman just have like old archive footage and just yeah, like just slide it footage. in seamlessly into the film <laughs> yeah or, or like I mean, the 50th I mean, did honestly could the 50th did mm, that yeah, with all the doctors helping helping to save gallifrey to be fair so 
Yeah, I honestly, bit... for a minute, thought that for my next trick with Chris Frankston was like an, an unused scene or something, was something unique. And then when I went back and watched part in the ways, I was like, oh, oh, I still see. cool. Like, <laughs> it is still cool. Yeah. It is still very, very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. That's well, very, there's, very there's our, our title chat. There's our multi doctor chat. What about the trailer specifically? Anything from the trailer? Specific pieces that we like for nostalgia's sake. Specific pieces that we like for narrative's sake. Anything stand out to you both? I know it was a short trailer, so there's not, there's not tons of subject matter. It was a bit short, wasn't it? Okay, it finished and I was like, is that it? <laughs> um, personally, I... Yeah, more, please. I was creeped out by the fact that Donna poked Beep in the eye, because why would you poke anything in the eye? Oh, it's Ugh. gross. I can't watch that end scene. It's really gross. <laughs> but I liked... <laughs> and the squeaky noise it made. Yeah. Yeah. But I liked Donna's reaction because that, to me, felt nostalgic of, of that. It was just so Donna. And I think, I mean, yeah. I've said this in our breakdown, Series 4, for me, feels really nostalgic. I really remember watching Series 4. I really enjoyed it. I think I was probably, like, a bit older, so I understood it a bit more, have more memories of, of it. So to me, I was just like, oh, my God, it just feels like I feel like I'm 10 years old again. I just got very excited by Donna being 100% Donna. It's nice yeah, to know she it's hasn't good. changed. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't feel like anything's changed. Yeah, no, it's perfect. It's it's really, really nice. And they're obviously back like in full form. And that was really reassuring to see in this trailer. Like, it, feels, it honestly feels like no time has passed, but all the time has passed. So that was really nice. Troy, any standout moments for you? I really like um, just seeing him spin round with the Sonic. Like he kind of like does like a bit of a turn round and like does something on the screen. Yeah. Like there was just kind of like a very very David Tennant Doctor Who motion there that you only saw a piece of, and I got quite giddy over that. It was like in the original, the original trailer after Power of the Doctor when there was just that one shot of him running down a corridor. There's only certain things you need to do with David for me to just go like all gooey eyed, like yeah. nostalgic, <laughs> and just go. He's doing things I really like. So like just anything of him like swinging a sonic round or running down a corridor i'm on board like it doesn't matter like the plot could be terrible and i'll still have a great time yeah. it won't be terrible but you know i'm, I'm quite happy um no, i'm sure it'll be great he just he looks so good i think like, his hairstyle it's it, like it very much it can i just always think of him saying in that one interview you know there'll be a point where i can't get my hair to stand up on end anymore and then you know i won't be able to do it blah 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 and you can kind of tell he's kind of had it more gelled up to keep it in place <laughs> rather than like the old-fashioned like when he was in his 30s, he could just kind of, like, spray it up, you can see. But I think it really works well. I quite like how his hair looks. He looks it, sensational. It's different. He looks similar. sensational. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He, he looks great. He's an inspiration. You know, I'm going to get more David Tennant hair, clearly. I need to just do that. <laughs> uh, one, thing, one thing I will say that excited me from the trailer that I didn't pick up on the first time, but then when I watched Ellie's breakdown of the trailer, I got all giddy. Because on oh. one of the unit monitors... There was, what was the channel, Ellie, that was on the screen? Oh, AMNN yep. News. And that shook me because, for those of you who don't know, that they are the in-universe news channel from series one to four. I, th I don't think they ever come back after that. But now they're back now. Um, yeah, so that is, that is very exciting. The same American lady talking Trinity on the screen. Wells. Yeah, what was maybe her... we'll get the really old Trinity shot of someone. F yeah, Trinity Wells, that's her name. And then maybe we'll get the shot of someone like taking a, a film off the TV screen again, which I know some people don't like, but... That'll be very, like, for the oh. 60th, very RTD nostalgic of just, mm -hmm. like, zoom in so you can see the pixel. Then again, TVs are so much better now. You zoom in, you might not see the pixels as easily. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, do, do, do you think uh, she'll be back, Ellie? I, I, I hope so. <laughs> no, I, I hope so. I know there's, people have kind of... That Twitter's gone crazy for wanting her to come back, and I feel like she's mm. one of those characters that 
would be a surprise, but also everyone would recognise. It would be it'd be funny for all like the people that are getting introduced to Doctor Who by watching these because you know I'm assuming these will be the first ones to premiere on Disney Plus. It'll be a brand new audience coming in, and you know a lot of people you're watching this for the first time won't think anything of the the news anchor. And then there's all of us going, "Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> Please, it's oh the, my it's god, the, the day has finally arrived." Scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, oh. Doctor Who yeah, fans, that, we're, we're a different breed. We're a different we breed. are a different breed. We absolutely are a different breed. But yeah, it, it, was, a, it was a short trailer, um, but I thought it was really nice that they took the opportunity to use Eurovision to promote the show. Because one thing with this era, like they've been very, very transparent with us, which is something we hadn't had before with Chibnall, which I wasn't too surprised by because on Broadchurch, they were very, very secretive with that. But that, I mean, that, that's a different thing because there's like a big reveal at the end. Um, but with, with this one, like Russell, he's just going full force, keeping us constantly updated with casting and filming and, and news updates. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really glad they took Eurovision to uh, do this trailer because basically all they had to do, like if this was the Chibnall era, one, they wouldn't have given us the, um, the titles for anything. But, you know, they, they could have just very easily tweeted out, oh, here's, here's the titles. But they were like, nah, we're at Eurovision. Let's make a trailer and we'll get the titles there. And I can appreciate that. Absolutely. Exactly. You know, and it got more people watching Eurovision, maybe. I don't know. Do we all watch Eurovision at the weekend? Um, I'm afraid I had to film a video straight after the trailer dropped. So, as, as, as the biggest Hannah Waddingham fan in the world, it did make me quite sad that I didn't actually get to watch oh. any of Eurovision. <laughs> oh, dearie. Did you watch it afterwards? No. I, so, I had. it took us quite a while to come together with all our notes. And then I had to film it. And yeah. then I had to get it to Danny, which actually took a really long time. Because, as I mentioned at the beginning, my Wi-Fi is really bad. <laughs> so, the oh, file no. was so big. I just had to sit there for ages, like, wait, watching it upload. Like, come on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun night. Danny would be like, come on, please. I need to edit. He was, he was just oh, waiting for it. Like, Saturday days, night, baby. Nothing better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dearie. What about you then, Crispy? Did you watch it? Uh, I saw I saw the winner announcement. I saw a couple highlight things on TikTok, but that was about it. And also, Who Cultures just launched TikTok. So if you want to give us a follow there, thank you so much. Appreciate yeah. that. We're promoing <laughs> out the wazoo today, Ellie. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so, um, you know what? I'll I'll just I'll just I'll just leave. Yeah. Shall I? Shall I? Just, Hello, shall everyone, I just and go? welcome back to the Who Culture podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> Joining me today is, of course, the girl you know, Ellie Littlechild. How are you doing today? <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> me. Goodness I'm, me. I'm kidding. I'm Thank kidding. Thank you, Ali, for not going along with that. I appreciate no, it. Good. I appreciate it. She's got more professionalism than you have, Crispy. We I'm sorry. A I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. No, fair. Um, but no, I, I actually watched a bit of it. I'm not, I've never really been the biggest Eurovision watcher. I don't dislike it. I just never really watched it. No, but I ended I'm up watching same. a good chunk of it on Saturday night. Yeah, like I, I came, I, I wanted I to see May Muller perform and I was like, oh, I'll come down for that bit. Then it ended up just coming down like much sooner than watching like the whole of the show afterwards. And just like, it was, it was, it was fun to see like all the different performers. It's just it very long. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it is, is long. long. It's long. It's very long. Um, no, I was, I was rooting for May and then she performed and then I was like, so who else was performing? Um, <laughs> mm. Oh, well. I don't want to say too much. I'm very patriotic, but let me just say, as someone who loves the song and has listened to it about a hundred times on Spotify, I didn't quite feel the same vibe from the Eurovision performance. And I feel like that's a common uh, comment, which is a, a mm. bit of a shame, but... It is a catchy song. I mean, I've not even listened to the whole thing and it's been yeah. stuck in my head all week. 
Yeah, it's just it's, that one line. <laughs> there you go. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's effective. Yep, it's so it's so catchy. But no, there were some really great songs there. Um, Sweden was a good winner. I feel like personally, that song is very, 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 very good. Very well, good. That's good. That's good. I uh, haven't that's listened our, to any of these songs, but yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for listening oh, to the Eurovision chat. Oh, you need to listen chat. to it. You, you, oh. Australia was there, mate, and Australia yeah, was one, of, one of the better ones. You should have been. You should have been supporting them. Come oh, on. Always, mate. Always, mate. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. That's what we do. Shrimp That's on what the Barbie. We do. Shrimp um, on the Barbie. Let's let's swing it back to uh, Doctor Who, shall we? <laughs> no, so we ignore that, Ellie. I've said it too many times. Now he's, he's, he's had, had enough. So he's had many enough. damn times. It's ridiculous. Um, okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. Were there any other um, Easter eggs in this trailer? I'm trying to think. The biggest one was that that catch because I honestly would never have twigged that the news channel was coming back. I. Didn't really spot out. There was a bit of uh, code again, like they were doing. Yeah, I was going to say there was there was the the binary code with um. But there was a bit that was redacted again. I even said it when I did the live stream. I was like, I bet you that translates to something. I just know like the marketing yeah. for this at this point. I was like, that's going to have something. But there was a binary code for like one little bit. And if you translate it and run it backwards, it says binary, binary, binary. I don't want to go. <laughs> oh, that's that's very sad. <laughs> That's very yeah. sad. Ellie, so, any thoughts so. on that? <laughs> Ellie's just going to cry in the corner now. I don't need to relive that. I feel like he needs to be like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And actually, well, it w- you know, I did see someone someone on, on Twitter say, oh, what if this is Donna, like, she's going to die or something? And I was like, this, oh, this is like a bit of a bit of a dark idea that, like, you know, she's going to die or something and she's seeing David Tennant and, like, having unfinished business before she dies. And I was like, I hope that's not it. That seems a bit too dark for, like, a nostalgia celebration. I don't want to I be crying. Know. I don't want more of Guardians or I'm just crying for the last yeah. 10 minutes. But Sean said that to me yesterday. He was like, I think Donna's going to die. And I was oh. like, <laughs> again? Sure. But- I mean, she very well could, but assuming with these like episodes, Donna's condition or whatever will probably be cured within the first episode. That might be with yeah. the whole beat the meep stuff going on in the background. The main plot line might be why have we reunited with Donna and how she gets her memories back and all that. But after that, does that mean like if she lives through this, would she be a recurring character or would Catherine Tate be like, you know what? We've had fun this second time around, but it has to be finished now. So do you, do you think they would have the guts to kill off, Donna, Ellie, do you think they would do such a thing? I just, I just don't know. Russell T. Davis is a very unpredictable man, <laughs> so mm. I wouldn't put it past them. I feel like if any of the characters are going to continue on, it would be Rose. Um, Absolutely, hands but, down. Well, one of the theories that we were discussing yesterday was that if there was any kind of like residual time lordiness in Donna, that. Um, it might have been passed on to Rose. Um, and we were just, you know, in the world of speculation going, what if what if Rose regenerates into Ruby Sunday? And then then we went on a little just... Oh. <laughs> we just went down a little rabbit hole. <laughs> wow. You guys are very good at theorising. Wow. Yeah, the time war thing, yeah. I don't know about Ruby Sunday because I think that's the... that's the Because ru- there's the rumour that Ruby Sunday is Kate Stewart's daughter, right? So that would clash with that. And, that, and I, I am very heavily invested in that theory because of the way that was filmed for series fourteen, and it looks very mum daughter in some of the stuff they were doing. So I'm, yeah, and to be fair, I like I like that Ruby Stewart. more. I think yeah, Ruby Sunday is yeah. Ruby but Sh- that, I, I like that that time thing. It's it's possible. Yeah, I mean, 
all, all River had to do was be conceived in the TARDIS and she could regenerate. So, like, you know, stranger things have quite literally happened. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, that's that's a really, really good point. Gosh, I mean, the possibilities are really endless and we have such little information, but we have more than we usually do, which is good for us theorists over here, I suppose, yeah. which is good. It gives us some work um, yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, it passes I the timey I have one final question. I have one final okay, question for Troy. us all, and this is a good, a good concluding one. Um, it's kind of in two parts, but kind of isn't. Do you think we will get, or should we get, any more shooty content in any 60th marketing? What are your opinions on that? Because if I can lead, I would say I don't want any more. I don't want any more at all. I don't want to know anything else going on with shooty. I don't want to know. I think it's enough to know that he's going to be in it. I think from what we've heard about that one clip that we have seen, and obviously Russell T. Davis has said that the the background is is fake because the real background is too much of a Mm. spoiler which makes me think that he's maybe more involved than... I mean, he's going to be in it at some point because we assume that David Tennant's going to regenerate into him. So yes. you were expecting him to at least be at the end of the giggle. But I <laughs> yeah. personally, yeah, I think I think he is more involved, but I, I don't want it to be spoiled. I think it's enough to know that he's going to be there. But I like that we don't know too much. And Same. we've got so much shooty stuff from the like the set photos and the official photos and all this stuff. And I'm like, I feel like I have enough of a taste of what's coming with shooty after the 60th anyway that I don't also want to be informed on what he's getting up to in the 60th special. I want that to be more of a teaser for the future and not have that be teased as well in tandem with David. Like, let David have his little marketing. Everyone's excited. You know, David Tennant's coming back. Well, most people are excited. David Tennant's coming back. Let's all live in that hype. And let's then we can put all our focus into shooty afterwards, just knowing he's there. It's enough for me. I don't, I don't personally think they'll show much more of him but for that reason. I don't think they need to, personally. I think the intrigue no. is there for people who are more interested in shooting, but the majority of people are currently so hyper-fixated on David Tennant um, that, you know, it'll work anyway. Yeah. yeah. It'll be... F- I mean, it, I honestly... I don't know. Crispy, oh, you know what's happened. You oh, can, dearie, you can okay. film Troy's, me in for a second. Troy's doorbell say, is one week unpredictable. Where it doesn't ring. One week. And every time his doorbell rings, I'm sorry, Ellie. This this is not. We try to be so professional today, but it's just been absolute chaos. But we really <laughs> do appreciate you. Don't be professional you, you on my account. Over. People seem to think that I am professional. I'm absolutely. I'm just sat in in my loft. You know, just. <laughs> It's awesome. You've completely like you've you've got all those um I don't even know what you call those rubber I the don't even know paneling. what's around you. Yeah, exactly it, this, to make your paneling. microphone sound super crisp. Yeah, because I used to literally work in a cupboard, which is not an exaggeration. <laughs> it was literally a tiny little cupboard. Like Harry Potter. Um, yeah, literally like Harry Potter, and it was killing my knees. It was killing my back. It was killing my neck. There was no daylight. Um, and this was when I was just a freelancer, so it was kind of like, well, we'll see where it goes. But then I got a lot more work. Um, and the cupboard became unavailable, so I needed a new space, but this room was just a, a shell, so it was really echoey. I was like, I'm going to have to plaster the walls with foam. It's it's so iconic. Did you, like, order them purple, or did you custom them purple? No, I just ordered them purple. Well, it's they came a as a pack of really like, like it. It was, like, half and half, so half black, half purple. Wow. Wow, we were just talking about... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, look at that. I, I, love, I love Ellie's setup, don't you, Troy? Yeah, I love Ellie's setup. You know, we're both just showing you up on really well-decorated setups, Crispy. Can you put more posters I up have, or something? I have a couple photos. Katy Perry over you there do. for some reason. It's all pretty exciting. But until it looks like visual <laughs> diarrhea, it's not good enough. Yeah, well, 
You know what? That's what I went for in my room, just visual diary. There's way too much. Troy has way too much merch. I've just got this got, picture yeah, that a friend that of mine drew. You? My friend of mine drew me as River Song. That's really, really Ooh. cool. Because River, River's Ooh. your favourite character, is she not? That is an understatement. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, she's Very all right, I guess. It's not even just River, you know? Like, Alex Kingston yeah. is, like, one of my most favourite people in the world. <laughs> She's insane. She is absolutely insane. No, it's a very, very good choice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Agreed. Yes. She's very I mean, nice. the amount of people who don't know that we know each other who have tagged me in your TikTok video interviewing Alex Kingston, the number of times I've been tagged in that video. My one? Yeah. So many oh, people wow. have tagged me in it. And I'm like, yeah, I know. You sent it to me. I know. Yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> oh, oh wow! wow. In That's fact, so I think funny. when Danny oh, told wow. when Danny told us that you were joining Who Culture, I think that was the first thing yeah. he sent to me. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Hey. And then yeah, I just keep getting tagged in it repeatedly, even now. Well, I, I apologize. I apologize <laughs> for that. It is by far my most viewed TikTok, and she, yeah, she was lovely, absolutely lovely to me. She thought the name Crispy was hilarious. Um, but yeah. Well, it is hilarious. It is wow hilarious. Wow, we, wow, we. Um, you know I realised I, di- I, di- I didn't, I didn't share my mum's photo with Freema. I should have done that earlier. So all right, we can end with this beautiful photo there. Yeah, look at that. Look at that amazing photo. There you go, everyone. It's perfect. I just thought I'd end with that. Well done. Beautiful <laughs> conclusion. Because somehow I forgot, and she wanted me to share it. So there you go. There you oh, go. Perfect. That's, perfect. that's a good way to wrap it up. So from from wall decorations to TikToks to Freema argument photos. That's about as chaotic of an outro as we're going to do. So Ali. <laughs> I feel like we've had a bit already, but you know what? We, we That's what we do with our guests. We let them come on. We let them shell themselves out, you know, be full on sellouts. So here's, here's your chance to go absolutely crazy. Where can people find you? Where can we keep up to date with you? What's happening? Give oh, us all wow. the links. Give us everything. Well, first and foremost, who culture? <laughs> it's pressure. It's pressure. Who culture yeah. on YouTube primarily. Oh, she's loyal. She's loyal. I'm loyal. <laughs> um, and obviously on, on all the social medias. We're on Twitter and we're on Instagram and now we are on TikTok. I don't know why I've decided to bring that upon myself, but I decided that we're going to do it. <laughs> um, Proud. And then, Proud. <laughs> and then we've got all the other uh, What Culture channels. All the other ones, Trek Culture, What Culture, What Culture Horror, all those. Um, I just give them a little shout out, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's good, that's good. Um, Star Wars, and then, give Star Wars then, a shout out. Sounds like oh, you don't Star do that Wars. much. And Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, I am also personally on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. My username changes on all of those, but generally if you search Ellie Littlechild, there aren't that many of them in the world, so I'm sure that you will find me. <laughs> perfect. Absolutely go. perfect. Well, we thank you very, very much for being here today. Usually at the end of our episodes, I, I give my like final thoughts, but my final thought for us today is a question to Ellie. Just to kind of round this whole thing out. (gasps) Ellie, this is a question we sometimes ask our guests. Mm -hmm. It's a scary question. Oh, dear. But I think it'll be an interesting one. What is your favourite episode of Doctor Who? Oh, no. Oh. Oh. That's how we're going to end it. A lot of pressure. That's not an easy question to answer. You know, when we... We can roll the outro and leave them on a (laughs) cliffhanger. When we hit... um, I can't remember how many subscribers. I think it was 100... 100,000 on YouTube, we had to film a video about our favourite mm. episodes. And I said to Danny, I was like, can I just say the River Song story arc as a whole? He was like, no, you've got to pick. And I was like... Mm. Oh. <laughs> so I think what I said then 
I mean, obviously, I love all of the River Song episodes, but I the ones that I really, really enjoy are um, Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead. I yeah. really enjoy those. Um, but another episode that's not a River Song episode that I just find myself putting on quite often, just because it just makes me feel good, I like it, um, is School Reunion. I really enjoy that episode as well. Oh, perfect. Great choice. That is very, very good. Wow, we. Mm. That's amazing. All right. Nice I just choice. love Sarah Jane. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, she's amazing. Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> I'll, always, I'll always wonder what that episode of her with Jodie would have looked like, because I know Shibnall wants to do it, but if only Liz had been here for them to do that, that would have been amazing. I would have loved to have seen those two together. That would have been, been fabulous. Absolutely electric. Yeah, it would have been fab. What a good way to end the podcast on, on Sarah Jane. I like that. It's a Perfect. good ending. Perfect. So there we go. Crispy, what are we even talking about next week? I feel like we're doing this a lot now where we haven't decided what our next week's well, topic is we so have, we can't tease it. We have another super secret interview already in the bag, but I think we might oh. do that do that the week after. So next okay. week, it, I'll, I'll organise something fun. I'll organise something fun. I had a look in the document. There are some various ideas we could do. Maybe another hot okay, taste or something. Okay, Crispy's running it. Okay, he's got he's got an idea. So everyone, it's going to be Crispy's show next week, so we'll find Woo-hoo! out what he's got cooking. We'll see. Um, well, can you do the editing as well then if it's your show? Uh, moving on, moving on. <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you everyone for watching you. episode 60. Thank you, Ali, for being here. Really appreciate it. <laughs> really nice of you to be me. here. Um, but thank you all for watching and listening. And we, yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun. Thank you very much. But we will see everyone next week with some more Doctor Who content, whatever it may be from Crispy. Trust him for something cool. Hopefully he'll pull it off. But until then, it's goodbye from Crispy. Bye. It's goodbye from Ellie. Bye-bye. Say bye. There we go. Okay. <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs> I think there's a bit of Wi-Fi delay, so I wasn't sure if you knew to pick up there, and I was like, ah, okay. And it's goodbye from me. We'll see you all next week in episode 61. Alan Z, baby. Alan Z.